Hey everyone, welcome to Jojo's World. Merry not Christmas. It's uh, mid-December, things are really heating up on the uh, Jojo's World front, and I mean that both in the sense of we're approaching the intense climax of Jojo's Bizarre Adventure Part 4, Diamond is Unbreakable, but also that it's summer now and we don't have any air conditioning in the studio, because that would create poor audio quality. So look forward to hearing me melt over the next hour and then also for every episode for the next three months i can feel the sweat on my fingertips literally dripping from my fingertips well nick what i have to ask you i'm liam s smith one of your co-hosts and i'm nick valentine the other one co-host well nick what i have to ask you is (laughs) are you not entitled to that sweat on your fingertips uh what what do you mean am i entitled are you not entitled to it I guess I am. To the fruits of your labour without the damn government coming and taking it away with its regulations and welfare. I mean, I've just been sitting down Hi, on sweat. Hi, I'm like... John Galt, and this is my Atlas Shrugged podcast. I don't oh. give a shit. Uh. Watch me as I do cocaine and blow my brains out, mate. Uh. Anyway, I'm Liam S. Smith, one of your co-hosts. Welcome to JoJo's World. And I'm Nick Ballantyne. Where is this going? Why are you making a, a John Galt? A John what? A man reference? Why not just stick to the Christmas references? Where's Santa? Christmas yeah. is the time of giving. Giving as little as you can to those damn fat cats in Washington. <laughs> what has happened to- Who have you been li- What <laughs> podcast have you been subscribing I've to? I've had a stroke. <laughs> have you been listening to Joe Rogan again? He's very bad for your mental health, Liam. I was chatting to someone the other day and they're like, yeah, I've been getting really into podcasts lately. Have you heard of this Joe Rogan one? Mm. And I was like, uh... Anyway, mm. today we watched the 36th episode of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part 4, Diamond is Unbreakable, which is also... The 110th episode of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Woo! We're one away from 111. That's three ones. That's... Is that a prime number? (laughs) Almost probably. Yes! Covers chapters, uh, the end of 421 through 425 of the manga. That's average! The manga release of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Part 4, Diamond is Unbreakable, released in the early 1990s, telling a story of the late 1990s in a world on the doorstep of tomorrow. Not much has changed, but what has would chill your spine. Did you know, for instance, that in 2007, I went from year 11 to year 12? Okay. Chilling, I know. (laughs) That someone as I could graduate high school. The year after that. Yes. Truly not a fortuitous year. Now everyone knows how old you are and they're going to dox the shit out of you. Ah, no, because the schooling regulations have changed. So now 18-year-olds get to graduate. Not, I shouldn't actually say the age, because then everyone will be like, wow, he's old. A hundred years old. So, wow, Nick, I didn't realise anyway, you were 3,000 Anyway, Nick, we're not here to talk about your dubious schooling career. Oh. We're here to talk about Jojo's Bizarre Adventure Part 4, Diamond is Unbreakable, and Another One Bites the Dust Part 2. Hey, um... Side question. Side question. Does anyone actually bite the dust this episode? I would say five people bite the dust this episode. And also, one person literally bites the dust when he falls and hits his dumb face on the pavement. And the dust bites back. Sure, why not? Yeah. (laughs) So, Nick, 
Yes. Bites the dust part two. Another one bites the dust part two. Yes. I mean, so many people are biting the dust, Liam. <laughs> so <laughs> There's many. There's not going to be any dust left for you or me by the time we get out of this recording. Oh my god, all I wanted was to bite down on some hearty some dust. Some sweet, delicious dust. You know that, like, Dorito dust? You go Ooh. down, you pour your bran into your bowl and you're like, delicious dust. Yes, <laughs> this is what I'm here for. Man. And by here I mean on this earth. This is what keeps me getting up in the morning. Dust. Cinnamon Toast Man from is it Ren and Stimpy? You mean Powdered Toast Man? Sorry, of course. Powdered Toast Man. All he does is give the children dust. Just that sweet, sweet dust. That that crisp white powder that you shoot up your nose and makes you feel alive. Are you talking about sugar or are you talking about dust? Which I'm talking Nick, about. Nick, don't make the subtext text. Oh, Were you sorry. raised in a barn? <laughs> sorry. Sorry, I, I, mm, I'm not very good at reading between the lines so much as making the lines between the lines, like, just magnifying them. And I'm not very good at reading. And that's why we have a podcast. Hi, I'm Liam S. Smith, one of your co-hosts. And I'm Liam S. Smith, one of your co-hosts. Liam S. Smith, Liam S. Smith. <laughs> so, Nick. Yes. What did you think about Bites of the Dust Part 2? Okay, I have so many feelings about this episode. Because suddenly, it's like, oh no, fate. It's like a thing. Well, we've always known fate was a thing. Since those those dusky days when Wang Chung prophesied that Dio had the devil's own luck and that he was fated to escape that night. Uh, sure. But that was more like Dio specifically had, like, been foretold. This is just like, oh no, fate. It's a thing. I think it's it's been a thing. There was oh, the okay. Joestar curse in part two that everyone was oh so worried Joseph would fall victim to, like his father and his grandfather before him. Wait, what was the Joestar curse? Die young. Yeah, true. Mostly be killed by a vampire or a vampire-related creature. Yeah. So they're all like, we can't teach Joseph how to fight vampires or he'll die. And he's like, nah, mate, it's cool. <laughs> I mean, to be fair... I'll never die. To be fair, he did kill a lot of vampires. That's true. Mm. The Nazis helped. Good old Nazis. You can always rely on them to kill a few vampires. You can always rely on the Nazis to kill a lot of people. (laughs) I have very strong feelings about there's just fate here. It's like a thing. Things are going to happen no matter what you do. Predestination. But how... Final destination. Do you have to find the loophole now? Is that what's going on? Is that the whole thing? Is like... If you find the loophole in fate, you win the stay night. Like, don't, don't. You can, you can get no, but don't. King of Arthur's to no, just but don't. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, what's the loophole here? How do you get around things actually always happening? Well, I suppose you have to tune in next episode. Stands. Oh, Ah, magic! Yes, yes, that's it, isn't it? It's always stands. Smash cut to seven fifty-seven a.m. on Friday, July sixteenth, nineteen ninety-nine. Y two K looms on the horizon. There's only seven hours remaining. Wait, what month is it? July. What day? Sixteenth. There's five months, like fifteen days ish remaining. Sure. Until the world discovers the true horrors of technological... The singularity. Okay. Shinobu answers the phone. It's a wrong number again, because we've seen this morning, like, twice now. Yeah. Kira's gloating. He's all like, You protected me from Rohan Kashibe. (laughs) Ha ha ha. Anyway, off to work. Time to kiss my wife. Goes in for a kiss. Smooch. Hayato. Looks real angry. Looks real angry, and then he smashes a teapot to stop that hated kiss. And she's all like, 
My son, how dare you? Sometimes I don't understand you. You're a terrible son who hates me and I hate you. But we always say cruel things when we're angry at the ones we love. No, no, I don't. <laughs> I only say the nicest of things to the people I love. Ah, This is why I say nothing nice to you, Liam. <laughs> <laughs> Hayato's all like, oh, I can't say anything to mum about him being a murderer. Or she'll, or she'll die. Eventually he'll kill us all. Gosh, I guess I'll just have to tolerate his smooches for now. Then he jumps out the window. Ugh, jumping out a window like a pleb. I like this bit where he's jumping out the window and just like running off into the back garden because we get a wide shot of Kira waiting oh, yeah. by the front door with the hat as he did on 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 yesterday this morning. So good. I just love that he's just standing there going like, yeah, this is going to be so cool. He's going to peek his head out all timid and then I'll be there. Doesn't even notice there's sounds coming from the back garden. He's just standing there waiting. There's a sound coming from the back garden that sounds like a scared child's footsteps. Perhaps it's a cat. I'm sure it's nothing. So anyway, he just runs off behind the house. Only Rohan can save me or someone with powers like him. It's 25 past 8am. He's looking at Rohan from behind the corner. Yeah. With watchful eyes. He's all like, if I meet Rohan, he'll die. So I've got to come up with some sort of clever scheme. Oh, no way. I'm turning into a book. So, okay, this is where things got weird for me. Because yep. I thought if if he's going to turn into a book no matter what, that means Rohan's going to die no matter what. So how do you beat fate, Liam? We can probably save that for our prediction segment. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right. He turns into a book and then Kira sn- snoozes on up behind him. Ah, uh, my son, I remember that you didn't come out the door where Puts I was waiting. Head. Don't forget your hat, boy. Wouldn't <laughs> want to get sunburned, boy. Wouldn't want that neck of yours to get injured, boy. Not before the time is right, at least, boy. Now, the thing you is... You play a pretty good game, boy. <laughs> but now the game is over, and you die. Boy. That's what he'll say. Did you, uh, did you see at uh, the Game Awards? No, I didn't. Oh, Christopher Judge, the guy who plays uh, God of War Man, Kratos... Uh, he was there with Boy. <laughs> Great. I love Boy. Yeah. So him and Boy were presenting an award and um, like they did a little skit where like the nominees came up and then Christopher Judge was like just sitting there waiting and the boy had the envelope and everyone was like... What's the boy's human name? Um, Aristotle? I'm not sure. No, I have no his idea. His non-fiction name. Wait, is his actual name in the game Aristotle? No, it's Atreus, oh. but oh. that was close enough that I thought you could have just been wrong. Oh, okay, good. No, um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I don't know who it is, but it feels like it's a kid from Stranger Things because those lads, uh, they, they're they everywhere. Finbar Duganland. Anyway, <laughs> Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. Uh, he's looming over Hayato being like, oh, destiny, yes. He'll turn into a book. You'll turn into a book. He'll die. I'll put this hat on your head. Destiny. It's great. Cut to the OP. Okay, so we're not going to address the OP at all because nothing strange happened in it whatsoever. <laughs> Nick. So it was backwards? So, I guess? Kind of? Much like how we were treated to time stop variants of Sonochino Kiyaku, End of the World. The greatest song. This is the, uh, the Bite the Dust variant of Great Days. So it starts off normal. Yeah, breakdown, breakdown. And then it breaks down. And then we go... Backwards from the end, and we see that Joestar heart emblem, which was once in the forward motions, mm. being repaired, being shattered into pieces. Yeah. Things keep going backwards. Characters who would come into the foreground, strike a pose from a black silhouette, and then be emboldened in colour, fade into shadows. Darkness falls across the land in that shot of the um 
Oh, it's just... Of the uh, transmission tower, uh, the midnight hour is near at hand, etc. What's uh, what's her name who's looking at the TV screen is thrust into into darkness while watching our uh, mad lad Kira on the TV screen who looks like an asshole. Yeah, yeah, he's got his cat. (laughs) He just, he just... Doors close in Rohan's house and then like more doors than we see in the forward version and it gets really fast and trippy colours like the um, boat ride in Willy Wonka. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's like weird inverted colors yeah. and then green and purple and yellow and red mm-hmm. and purple yeah. and the rowers red. keep on rowing, but no one knows where we're going. Yeah. Is the grizzly reaper mowing? That's Kira. Oh, I get <laughs> it. Because he yeah. wants to be left alone, oh. like most middle-aged yeah, men. Yeah. What's going to happen next episode is Hayato is going to give Kira his ever-loving gobstopper back. Ah. Everlasting is what I meant to say. <laughs> ever-loving gobstopper. <laughs> yep. You put it in your mouth and you're like, oh, it's so affectionate. Mm. Ah. Uh, but it goes pretty quickly (laughs) Uh, and then Kira's gonna be like Hayato you won but I'm just a small and then at the end we close on that shot of Kira um, trigger fingering his thumb but Uh. this time all the protagonists in the background turn to face him perceiving his identity almost like they saw bites the dust and died Kira Ascendant. Can anyone stop him? Not me. Anyway, let's find out. Oh, he's so mature now. So mature. Real mature, Kira. God, he has matured. Okay, so now my question is, who's being taken higher? Before it was all the protagonists, but now it's anyone, right? It it could be him. It could be the protagonist. I don't know. It's all backwards. Nothing makes sense anymore. You're goddamn right, Liam. 8.27 a.m. Lightning strikes the Pepsi sign. Hayato's all like, oh, lightning struck the Pepsi sign. I only have a little amount of time. I, I don't know what to do. And Kira's all like, you think you purposely broke the teapot this morning, but you didn't. It was destiny. You were destined to destroy the teapot as the teapot was destined to be destroyed. By you. Well, not necessarily by you. Oh, oh okay. And you'll always turn into a book. Hayato's like, I need to save Rohan. And then... Kira grabs him when they both watch Rohan die. Now I get to watch Rohan before I head off to work. Such sploosh, a satisfying sploosh. way to watch that man die. I wonder if he's thinking about manga as he dies. Ah, oh, he's dedicated to his craft. But as we know from last time, he was thinking about Koichi. Good old Rohan. Good old Rohan. And he's all like, if I undo bites the dust now, then Rohan's death will become permanent fact. But I won't just yet, because there are more boys to kill. Before I can get back to my usual hobby of killing girls. <laughs> right? I mean, yeah, that's technically correct, I guess. But not much better. <laughs> well, things falling asleep. No, that'll happen. Much like Rohan Kashibe. The endless sleep of death. Oh, and also Raimi sees his ghost explode. Oh, yeah, that too. And she's all like, oh, oh no. no, Rohan. And then Arnold is there, like, hey. <laughs> is Arnold just always there in all circumstances being like, Hello, I'm yeah. a good boy. You think it's just Raimi, but then Arnold is there. Ah, classic, classic. So, um, yeah, he doesn't undo both the dust, and everyone else is trying well, to find Rohan. off to work, and he just then walks. to the Duff Brewery. <laughs> so he just walks off, he's like, see Hayato, way to be a douche lord. Be sure to trap more boys for me. Smash that like button. Sure. So then Hayato runs over to, to Rohan's car and is all sad, like, oh, I got him killed, it's my fault. And then he bumps into Koichi. It's, it's a good shot because we see his feet from underneath uh, Rohan's parked car. Mm. Uh, sorry, his parked car. Nice. Uh, sure. <laughs> uh, and then 
we hear a voice and footsteps emerge from behind the front tyre and we go up and somehow we see these two very short boys over the parked car. Parked car. Uh, nice. And it's Koichi and he's like, hello. <laughs> what does he do? He- hello, I'm friendly and likeable. Yeah. My name's Koichi. What's your oh, name? Yeah, he wants to know what child. time it is. Oh, yeah. Hello, do you know what time it is? I think my watch is not working right. And Hayato's just got this like thousand yard stare like, uh, excuse me, I'm talking to you. What's the time, little man? It's 8.33 a.m. And Koichi's all, thank you. Hey, you look familiar. <laughs> Somehow. Have, have, we, have we met? Have we met? No. Oh, okay. And he's like tapping this piece of paper on his chin as he's thinking. Hmm. You know, I swear you're familiar from somewhere. Oh, well, let me just look at my wristwatch, thereby inverting this piece of paper so you can see it. Hayato then sees a photo of him videotaping his father at a train station. The very photo from Rohan's album. The one from the it's album of the now. man who's dead. Posthumous prophets are the best prophets, Liam. And Rohan's voice will, <laughs> will serenade you from the grave. Listen to such classic hits as I'm Gonna Live Forever, Manga Never Dies, and everyone's favourite, Fashion Is Unbreakable. Like myself. Who has an impervious life. Also his cover of Knocking on Heaven's Door. <laughs> Heaven or Hell is also a real banger. And what's the name of the album? Uh, the name of the album is Gonna Live Forever. Sure. Parentheses, you'll never kill me, Yoshitake <laughs> Hero. <laughs> it's just a shot of Rohan Kashibe with a quill pointing like outwards yeah. from the cover. Being like, you're never gonna kill me. <laughs> um, yeah, so he's all like, oh, Jotaro, it's past 8.30. I wonder where Rohan went. Look. Here's his car. The door is open and the key is in the ignition. That doesn't seem like him. Jotaro leans down and picks up that pen nib earring that so fatefully fell, leaving... Kira's getting sloppy. That's leaving evidence behind, which you don't don't normally do. Hmm. I mean, maybe he didn't know, or maybe he did know, or maybe he doesn't know the limits of Bites the Dust. So Jotaro picks this thing up and he's like, inconclusive. Anyway. uh, It's about looking carefully, Liam. Sure, yeah. A lesson which Kira could take to heart, huh? I don't think that's anything. Because Jojo hearts, huh? Get it? Heart motifs? And Hayato's all like, oh no, these guys, if they find out I'm Hayato, I should run away. And then he bumps into Josuke Nokiasu. Uh, well, bumps into is a strong word. More like gets immediately face planted by. Oh, because I think we skipped a very good moment. Let me just check. Yes, um, when he was running to the car and crying, when Hayato was, he just falls and lands on his face like a big loser. And it's like, oh, you're so downtrodden, Hayato. Oh, the wet floor, just ruining your life. Oh, man. And then he almost falls over again when he bumps into Josuke now. Yeah. And Josuke catches him, not unlike how Jotaro caught Koichi with Star Platinum in the very first episode of Jojo's Bizarre Adventure Part 4, Diamond is Unbreakable. Nice. Entitled. Jotaro Kujo meets Josuke Higashikata. How do you remember these things? It's my job. Is it? No. Because you work at the black... Don't, s- don't. Place. Don't, they'll dox me. The, the place underneath the place that you used to work, but now you don't work at. Cool. Yeah, that place. <laughs> you just start getting letters from like thousands of people being like, quick, put on a Jojo show. And your manager's like, Liam. Liam, why have you Nick, done now this? you know we do shows. Stop doxing me. Anywhere could do shows, Liam. Also, I don't think anyone really cares. No, no one cares. <laughs> that's the that's the constant. No one cares. But mm. also, stop. <laughs> I don't like the internet. <laughs> Certainly they couldn't just go onto my Instagram account and find out. But... 
But that requires so little effort, Liam. <laughs> However, will they discover where you do things with your main quarry of time? Josuke rocks up and he catches Hayato and he's like, Sorry I was late, I overslept on my way to meet friends, so I bumped into you. And Hayato like, is like, ah! And Josuke's like, hey, who's that kid? He looks familiar. I can't put my finger on it. There's somewhere that we know him from. Very distinctly that we've been alluding to this entire season. Anyway, hello, all the stand users in Mario who hate me the least. (laughs) Just, I love the idea that literally everyone's like, Ah, it's Josuke. They are, though. They really are. Except for maybe Yuya Fungami, since they have a hurt-you-heal-you relationship. (laughs) Wait, who's you? From... Oh, is he the, the smell man? Yeah. Yeah. I guess, but even then he's like, ah, you know, I hate you, but goddamn, I respect you. Yeah. You put me here, but you've taken me out. Sure. Just like so many other hospital visitors. They tried smuggling me, but that broke more bones. So they're all standing around like, huh, so Rohan's not here yet, huh? Well, he's the only one who knows where the house is because none of us wanted to do any research. Oh, by the way, here's your hat, child, that I've been holding this whole time. Just turn around and stand on a specific angle so I can put it on your head. And Koichi's like, wait a minute, that kid. That angle. Jotaro's like, look, Koichi, on his backpack, it says Hayato Kawajiri. The only way we could have recognised him. (laughs) They've all got face blindness. Do you reckon when Araki was writing this, he was like, I want it to feel like they knew the answer inside them all along. But I didn't know how to convey that. So I just made them really dumb. No, what happened was they were all, we need to get used to identifying people not off their facial characteristics because Kira changed his. So what we'll do is we'll have Rohan heaven's door us all so he can't detect faces. (laughs) It's perfect. Fair, fair. Jesus. Uh, Hayato's like, oh no, they recognise me. Then we get a cool um, ad break title card of just like the whole timeline of the morning. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to go through the specific times because I didn't write them all down. But But I will. There's five of them. It starts with the morning and then ends with Rohan dying. And now we're here. Nick unveiling his eidetic memory. 7.57am. Man, wake up. (laughs) 7.57am. The dawn of man. (laughs) 8.03am. Man, drop teapot. 8.05. Man, get call. Not correct. Eight. <laughs> and then when you say not correct, are you saying that's the wrong number? Or that, in fact, that does happen before the teapot breaks? Unclear. <laughs> Eight oh six. Uh, man. One minute forward from the last one. Man, acquire hat. Yep. Great. So you said there were four, and that. No, that's said, said there were five. five, and that's four. Eight thirty. Man, watch man die. Okay. Man, use book. It's not help. Great, okay. Part four in a nutshell. Yep. <laughs> Man used book, book it did not help. help. Poor Rohan, he's so careful and it never works. <laughs> right? It's fate, Liam. It's all fate. Stand users attract stand users. That's fate. True, that is fate. Yeah, that's fair. It's almost as though fate has something to do with fate. Everyone's all, ah, oh, what Hayato doing here? And he's all, oh, if they ask me questions, they'll die. I should just not say things at all. But even if they ask, they'll still die. Then who will defeat him? Who will save my mom? Not me. I'm Hayato Kawajiri. <laughs> yeah. A small lad with no stand power to speak of. And Jotaro's like, I want to ask you a question about this photograph. Would you look at it? Anyway, why are you recording your dad? And Hayato says, oh, my nose is bleeding. I need to run to the hospital. Bye. 
Josuke then goes, uh, no, hold the fuck up, little Let kid. Let me see that little schnoz of yours, boy. So then Hayato cunningly punches himself in the face. You've got to admire his dedication. Yeah, he's really into saving people's lives, yeah. which I'm like, wow, good on you. Uh, so he punches himself in the face to give him a blood nose. Blood starts gushing everywhere. He turns around and goes, see, it's gushing everywhere. I really got to go to the The perfect plan. This would have gotten him out of any awkward situation, no matter how important it was. Yeah, I don't want to deal with an 11-year-old bleeding, so I mean... Yeah, blood rule. You know, you've got to cancel the investigation for the day. Exactly. Josuke is all like, kid, listen up. You don't need to go to the clinic because I have magic powers. Your nose is fine. Now tell me, little kid. These are my friends. I'm Josuke Hikashikata. That's Jotaro. The scary one is Okiyasu. And there's a good shot of Okiyasu where he's looking. And then he's just going to say that. And he like angrily looks across at him just before it cuts away. <laughs> and the friendly one is Koichi. Might I add. The crowd goes wild. Everyone loves Koichi. There is not a single human being that doesn't love Koichi. Except for fucking Kira. Kira. The worst of his many crimes. <sighs> you know, murdering people? Eh, okay, whatever. Hating Kira, unfucking forgivable. Koichi. Hating Koichi, <laughs> unfucking forgivable. Anyway, uh, so we have some questions about your dad, and if it's nothing, it's fine. And I feel like Josuke was basically talking himself out of this, but then uh, Hayato blurts out, no, don't say anything else. And they're like, uh, okay, but we need to. So, counter-argument, fuck off. Interior monologue, oh no, now they're going to ask even more questions. You know, I really need to ask those questions about your dad. Jotaro, to his credit, yeah, he has a moment of, of like perception where he's like, could it be that even asking him questions is a bad idea? But then cut across to Hayato's like, oh, I just need to kill myself. Then everything will be okay. <laughs> to be fair, not the worst play here. So he gets a... Stanley knife. Yep. A, a, or a box cutter, as some other people may know them. Yeah. Um, which is, by the way... Probably the most dangerous thing you can have on your person. So why does an 11-year-old just have that? To open up boxes. Oh. Don't don't you open up boxes? <laughs> don't you... Are you a savage who's all like, I'll use some scissors. I'll use my teeth. Nah, that's still better than scissors. Yeah. I'll use my retractable nails. Shink. Ah. Oh, sorry. Snicked. Thank you. Thank you. Shink. What kind of fucking idiot are you? Ugh. Anyway, um... I'm going to get a tweet about that, aren't I? <laughs> it's like, it's not snicked. It's schnicked. Like schnickers. Wolverine really satisfies. So, <laughs> um... You know, I stab myself in the neck. Yeah, I die. But then they'll get him. Because so, may- maybe he bites the dust will die with me. Rohan will be dead. But oh well. To and be fair, he was a bit of an asshole. Everyone's like, look, something wrong with the kid. So Jodoro's like, hang on. He's crouching over weirdly. Hey kid, what's wrong? Yanks him up by like the hair? Or the collar? I don't think by the hair. That's probably a bit much. Yeah. Anyway, he yanks him round by the shoulder, question mark. The scruff of the neck? Yeah, I think so. I think he's like by like the collar. Like a dog carrying a baby dog? Yes. 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 Right by the skin. Uh, so he yanks him up. He's all like, uh, why has he got a box cut? Uh, why is there a mini... He's trying to jam it into his neck. And first we don't see anything. Yeah, but he like... can't. And it's not in his neck. It's like, why can't I push it into my neck? And then a, a tiny killer queen pops out. And he's like, sup? I'm grabbing this with my whole bod. By the way, can I just say, all the little killer queens we've seen... Hilarious. Very toyetic. Like, this one is like, just they'd be like, no, no, this is my knife. <laughs> he's like grasping at it, desperately be like, no, 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 none of this. You do not get the knife. They're all like, that stand, it's Killer Queen. Let's beat it up. 
and then it flies into all their eyes and Kira's voice shows up and he's like, you fucking idiots. You thought you could outwit me, but you've already looked at my little killer yeah. queen bites the dust. Bites the dust is in all your eyes. You're fucked. And now you die. Then they all explode. Uh, Jotaro's head is exploded neatly in two, just like Thoth prophesized. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Yep, I'm not sure if that was intentional or not. I think it was. I mean, if it was, that's fun. <laughs> but at the same time, God fucking damn it. Uh, screaming, Groundhog Day. Kai Harada's like, it's Groundhog Day. Good morning. And Hayato was all like, <laughs> I knew you'd do that. Thank you. Thank you. I'm here all day. Mom is like, thanks for responding, but it's a weird way to do it. Uh, uh, oh. Anyway. Oh, okay. Yep. Uh, bye. Breakfast. Uh, and Hayato has a little meltdown. They're all going to die in an hour or so. Destiny. Fate. Can't, can't even kill myself because bites the dust is automatically protecting me. What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. It's going to keep fucking happening, isn't it? <laughs> Hayato comes to the conclusion that there are only two ways forward that aren't terrible. Okay, lay them on me. Option one. Yep. Kira has to undo Bites the Dust before they die. Not gonna happen though. Option two. Uh-huh. He has to die. Not much better, to be honest. He's got this like cold, shocking realisation where he's like, and he, he grabs the box cutter again. He has to die or he has to undo Bites the Dust. Gosh, I never thought I could kill someone, not an 11 year old like me. But there is one way, sleeping like a gun in the attic. Like what guns do. Oh, with their little, um, little trigger eyes. Sure, yeah. yeah. And then when they wake up, they're like, eh. Yeah. Yeah. You wake up a gun too much. That's why it killed you. Ah, because we all know it's not people that kill people. Guns that kill people. Mm. People can't die unless they're shot by a gun. Yeah. That's why I live to be like a thousand years old. Yeah. He's putting Stray Cat in his book bag uh, and as he's doing it, some sunlight hits it and it blows a hole in the encyclopedia that he had on his chest. And he's all like, good thing that book was exactly that many pages or I would have been in trouble. Man, imagine if I had died. That'd be real bad. That'd be really anticlimactic, actually. And pretty convenient, honestly. <laughs> would that undo Bites the Dust if Stray Cat just killed him? Uh... Ooh, good question. No one knows, because fate. Sure. Yeah, he has to live now, Liam. He has to live. I wonder if Killer... Yeah, why even bother? Why even bother with the textbook to protect yourself if Lil Killer Queen's there to do it? <laughs> right? I'm. Well, no, because if he dies, Kira can then just move on because it looks like an accident. Because he went to the attic. Oh, wait, no! You're right! Because <laughs> oh, Killer Queen's then, protecting him. I guess so, yeah. But then it would mean that due to fate... The thing would have to die every time. So we probably wouldn't want that to happen. What are you talking about? The little plant. The plant would be killed. Why would that be killed? Because that's how Bites the Dust works, right? I suppose... I suppose Stray Cat is a living being that doesn't know Kira's identity. Exactly. More the point that he's trying to use that Stray Cat to kill himself. And the best way to deal with it is just to kill the Stray Cat. But that's not how Bites the Dust triggers, though. Bites the Dust specifically triggers when someone finds out about Kira's identity as Kasaku mm. Kawajiri. Right, okay. Is that how... Oh, specifically when they find out from Hayato. Hmm. Even if it's just being all like, hey, he's got the same name as that guy. Hmm. Hayato does, like, the best morning ever. <laughs> this is his, like, speed run. Yeah. Where he's like, 
He walks into the kitchen. Walks over to his mum. Dad wants more coffee. Mum's like, okay. He goes over to the phone. Phone rings. He answers it. Uh, no, it's not the Sakurai household. Bye. Oh, good job with Smash, by the way. <laughs> uh, Kira does, like, briefly investigates him as he's on the phone. But then when it becomes apparent it's the wrong number, he goes back to fixing his tie. Mm-hmm. Hayato doesn't take a seat. No. But uh, Shinobu. You did it. Oh, yes. And I what's know. the dad's name? The dad. The dead dad. Oh. Uh, Yoshikage Kira. So close, Nick. So close to the trifecta. Damn it. Shinobi uh, <laughs> uh, walks on over, pours another lovely cup of coffee. Doesn't trip on the carpet. No. Which, did Hayato straighten that out? Was it ruffled? Or did, was it just because she wasn't worrying, wasn't hurrying this time? No idea. No idea. I have to go back and check and I'm not doing that. Great. Don't at me. At me. Don't, don't at me. Never Actually, at Nick. No, always at me. At me, your favourite colour. At milk juice. Kira's like, oh yes, I'll have a delicious cup of piping hot coffee. Pick up. Sip. Oh no. The cup, which isn't the teapot that normally breaks, just spontaneously falls apart and burns my wrist real bad. Ow, he says. And then Hayato does the best thing. Where he runs up to his mum, gives her a goodbye kiss on the cheek, then (laughs) runs out of the house in slow motion and like gives... Kira, like, the, the death glare. The absolute stinkiest of stink eyes. You know that gif of um, slow motion Luigi passing someone in oh, Mario Oh, Luigi Kart? death stare. Yeah, 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 yeah. He does that. Except while running. Yeah. He's just like, I will end you. Yeah, Bye. and then he throws a turtle shell at him. Is it the blue one? No, it's a green one. Uh, green he can like see- the colour of a plant. Nice. Good reference. And then he's like, I'll always protect you, mum. This is kind of evolving into a weird pseudo-Oedipus complex. <laughs> but more on the killing the dad thing. Uh, sure. I was more thinking not at all like Oedipus because he's literally just going to save her life. Yeah. So it's more literal than... That's fair, Nick. Yeah, yeah. It's not like he's like, I'm going to fuck you, mum. It's like, <laughs> oh, God. It's, not, it's not quite at that level yet. Shinobu's all like, maybe he's not such a bad son after all. Anyway, I'll clean up all this mess. Go to work, dear. 8.24am. No sign of Kira around that little wall they hide behind. Hayato Hayato turns into a book lightning strike Pepsi sign. What go on? Hayato's all like, where's Kira? He's not here yet. He's not here to put a yellow hat on my head. This is weird. Normally he is here to put a yellow hat on my head. Still two minutes left. Gotta believe in the heart of the cards. Oh, well, I guess there's nothing to worry about. Fate is in my fa... Fuck, he's behind a tree. He's behind a tree. That's not supposed to happen. And Kira's behind the tree being like, what a lovely morning. Hmm. Hmm. Hayato was acting strangely. What's up with that? He must have Groundhog Dayed himself three or four times now. Maybe he's learning. Maybe he's a little shit. Maybe I should hide more behind this tree. And Hayato's all like, oh, he's so intuitive. Hiding behind a tree? No, but I've got to do it now. Did he figure out my plan? No, he'd be hiding further away if he had. And there's a, um, like a digital clock graphic of Hayato's watch on the superimposed yeah. on the screen being like 828. So he's got Stray Cat in his backpack, ready for sunlight detonation mode. Yeah. Oh, I've got to do it now, otherwise... Otherwise, Rohan will die, and then the others will die, and then he'll undo bites the dust, sealing their fate. He's like, come on, come on, step out, Kira. And Kira hides behind the tree even more. He's like, how did he know? How did he know I was going to kill him? (laughs) So he looks really upset, and then Kira sees this, and this is almost his undoing. Because then he's like, huh, maybe I was imagining things, and Hayato is a pathetic little boy after all. 
You know, I saw this look of determination in his eyes, and that's why I decided to follow him. But right now, he looks a little bit shit. Not just a look of determination. Oh. The same look that loathsome Koichi and shitbag Josuke have. Oh, that loathsome Koichi. You know, I really dislike Kira a lot more after he (laughs) described Koichi as loathsome. That Koichi. He's so short. He's so loathsome. No, fuck. Can people at me smiling photos of Koichi? Can they just do that? <laughs> like, the only thing they do at me is just smiling things of Koichi. Egg's not okay at all. Fuck off, Kira. Egg is okay, all right? It's pretty okay, and you're not. So he steps out from behind the tree. It's 8.28 uh, and 10... Uh, gosh. 8.28 and 10 seconds? No, and 50 seconds. <gasps> I was so close. Yeah, I can come out, gonna bring that hat to him, gonna put it on his head, gonna be real smug, gonna be real cool. Hayato, my son, accept this gracious offering of family kinship. Let me just open my bag first. Vroom. Why is Stray Cat in your bag? Oh, I'm getting shot. Ah. Oh no, Uh, I, uh, I, uh, Yoshikage uh, Kira, uh, serial hand killer and- Serial hand killer and murder fetishist. And immortal and possible idiot. Has just fallen for your cunning ruse of an 11-year-old child. Meanwhile, around the corner, Rohan's like, huh, I guess Hayato's taking a different route to school this morning. <laughs> anyway. I'm not sure which one happens. Does So I think Kira gets back up. No, um, Hayato walks on over to him and, and goes to ready the bag to, to shoot him in the head execution oh, style right. with Stray Cat. And then Kira just punches him in the face, but uh, bites the dust, catches it, uh. turning against his master. <laughs> huh. I've learnt my own identity from Hayato. That's the solution. Hayato needs to hit Kira on the head with a coconut so he gets amnesia, then tell him who he is, thereby activating Bites the Dust against Kira. Time Uh, goes back, Kira becomes fated to die, he dies first, dying in the process, Bites the Dust undoes itself, saving Rohan and... Okay, the foundation is pretty sloppy. But um, everything after that point, I'm Nick, with you all the Everyone way. knows coconuts give you amnesia. Diddy for a coconut. A, a coconut, coconut for, for Diddy. Diddy. Yeah, look, no. No, I was wasn't going to say that plan. What Fine. You, what you need is a comical wild E. Coyote-esque oh, he need, no, amnesia he doesn't have device. Enough, he doesn't have enough time to order from the Acme catalogue and have it arrive. Shit. What are you talking about? It arrives in like an hour. He doesn't, he's got less than an hour. Thus, Acme, the perfect company to order from. <laughs> to your doorstep in like a minute. Oh, he's got Acme Prime? Yes, he's got Acme Prime. You know those new drones they had in the 90s? You got one of them. I mean, they had cyborgs in World War II, so anything's possible. That is true. <laughs> German engineering was far ahead of what we thought it was. Gets punched in the face, but he gets not punched in the face. Kira stands up and monologues and he's like, Ha ha, lately, with my nails growing quickly, I thought that it was really unlucky now. And then, inside my pocket, since last night, things have been good. Because this morning, you you in your hubris tried to get just an extra little shot in against me and made me spill coffee on my on myself. And so as a result, I took off my wristwatch and put it in my pocket. Because hot wrist, bad touch. Mmm, that sense make. If Hayato hadn't done that, Kira would have died just then. What an asshole! Using his own fucking weakness against Hayato. <laughs> Oh, and then uh, Hayato's all like, no, I failed. Oh, gads, gads, gads. If only I uh, aimed slightly left. It's 8.29 and 16 seconds to be continued. Oh, shit, we don't see any death. No. Oh, no. Will it be a Not loophole? this time. 
I'm loving it. So yeah. Nick, yeah. highlights and lowlights for Bites of the Dust Part 2. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, fate. You can't change it. Fate. Is this your highlight or your lowlight? Fate. Um, this is my highlight. Because now it's like 100% how the fuck do you find the loophole yeah. here? And, you know, the clock is literally ticking towards Rohan's death. Yeah, we have... 45 seconds, thereabouts? Less than, I think, because he said it would happen shortly after 8.29. Hmm. So, I mean, it's just like, is Rohan going to live? Is Rohan going to die? And what of the other boys? And how is he going to turn back time? How's he going to send Josuke back to the year 1985 or 88 so that he can have a fever and save himself? And give him that sweet, juicy almanac. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I feel like it's, it's pretty good to set up that fate... Cannot be beaten, but there's somehow going to kill him or have him removed by to the dust. Yeah. So how are you going to find the loophole? To... This isn't our prediction segment. We'll come back to this. Yeah. It's just like, how do you find the loophole? I don't know. Logic. How do you do it? How do you beat time? You become time. Ah. Yeah. Hayato enters the time stream like at the end of um. Ah, <laughs> uh, what's that fucking movie? Doctor Who. M- movie. Um. And don't at me about the Doctor Who movie. I know. Uh, <laughs> There was a Doctor Who movie? There was, uh, it was Paul McGann's uh, only televised appearance up until the uh, Night of the Doctor, five minutes or so special. Uh, oh, there you go. So, in conclusion, um, what was the question? Oh, that movie. Yeah, that one where they go into space? Uh, Interstellar? Yeah. Where they go into the time stream. Yeah, he goes into the time stream at the end. Oh, that's the shitty bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah fuck that. No, it's not at all like that. <laughs> My highlight is the um, Hayato death glare. <laughs> it's very good. Just the, I will fucking destroy you, you I've got piece of so shit. much determination. Let me tell you about a little game called Go Fuck Yourself. Lowlights. Just the events happening, even though they haven't happened, is a bit weird. Like, like the book? The book. So he becomes a book no matter what, and then Rohan dies no matter what. Yeah. But that's not well, fate. No, that's actually, just... no. This, I... Almost didn't get around to talking about this. Thank you, Nick. This is like oh. the perfect extension of the Killer Queen ethos of powers. So obviously the primary bomb blows up guy, leaves no evidence. Yes. Uh, sheer heart attack, uh-huh. blows up guy, leaves no evidence. Kieran doesn't even have to be in the same room. Yes. Bites the dust, blows up guy, leaves no evidence. Kira doesn't even have to have like ever interacted with them in the final timeline now. It's just like creating the perfect alibi. It's like... The perfect hiding coward power. Mmm. Or it's just a matter of, oh, as long as someone dies, they can't trace it back to me because I wasn't there. Yeah, I was off establishing a perfect alibi. Yeah. Shit, you're right. Fuck. Yep. (laughs) Has that changed your mind a little bit? No, not really. But it's pretty cool, right? It's more, it's less about the amazing powers that you have just explained and more that, like, things just happen like that, but there's no antecedent for them happening. If that makes sense? I think you mean precedent? Sure. One of the two. There's no reason for him to become a book. <laughs> and yet, no matter what happens <laughs> He got from hit by the on, magic in the time. Yeah, but from now on, no matter what happens, he becomes a book. At that particular time of day. Yeah, at that particular time of day. No of matter that particular what, day. Yeah, no matter what he does with, with anything to do with Rohan, 
I mean, unless he, Rohan was already dead by that point, maybe. It's just like, okay, this is weird. Like, no matter what happens, he's going to get turned to a he book. He takes to the booking much better the, f- the second and third times than the first one where he was basically unconscious. Yeah, well, yeah, it's like getting your arm chopped off. You know, first, second day, you might be a bit down. And then after that, you're like, well, the arm's gone. I may as well get, get a cool hook now. Yeah. Or a robot arm. Yeah. My low light is... Having to look at Kira say the words, loathsome... Koichi. <laughs> that monster. No, my low light is just all all the boys being idiots. Like, hey, oh. who's this dumb boy? Oh, gosh, he looks so familiar. Oh. Hey, tell us questions about Yoshikage Kira. Who is he? So, Nick. Yeah? The plan to kill Yoshikage Kira before uh, Rohan Kishibe explodes uh-huh. seems to have failed. Time is ticking. What can be done? And then the other boys might die shortly thereafter, leaving Kira to then undo Bites the Dust and sealing their deaths in the timeline permanently. Mm. What do you think will happen next time on JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part 4, Diamond is Unbreakable, in the episode entitled, Crazy Diamond is Unbreakable. Oh. Oh, because Diamond is Unbreakable. Yeah. Oh, it's like Crazy Diamond is unbreakable. Is the name of yeah, the thing. His stand. Ah. And they're saying he's unbreakable. He's going to do it. Hmm. Okay. Crazy Diamond is unbreakable. Crazy Diamond is unbreakable. Okay, so I'm thinking... I had. I literally just had a theory in my head. Crazy Diamond is unbreakable. What if... Um, it's something weird like... Hayato goes, hang on a second. I know that these guys are going to die at this exact time. So what if he tries to tell Rohan earlier... Oh, yeah. Oh, so he's going going to loop again? So I reckon what he'll try and do, he'll try to get in earlier to go, guys, I know where he is, come with me. If we kill him in time, no one dies. But he can't talk to them or they die, remember? Also, he's going to loop again? I think he's going to loop again. Who's he going to explode so he loops again? Some rando, just some passerby well, like, hey, my dad's a serial killer. Well, here's, here's the thing. I don't know if, because it's set in fate, if uh, the magic power is going to go off at that time or if it'll move up in the timeline because he tells someone because we haven't seen that yet right so, so like rohan dies at 8 30 mm-hmm. but what if hayato walks up to rohan at 8 28 and goes hey my dad is yoshikage akira oh so if it- will he die at that moment or will it wait until 8 30 right so it would be like setting a ticking clock yes it's like josuke you have you have 15 minutes to kill yoshikage akira or everyone's gonna die exactly so there's like this tension of like I have to lure my dad to them to then get him killed. Like that kind of stuff. that's cool. So that would be a nice little loophole in the system where it's like, wait, but fate. But I don't think that's going to happen because, uh, yeah. That'd be so, pretty cool though. It would be fucking rad. So I reckon in order to loop at this point, you need to either tell someone that your dad is Yoshikage Akira or you need to... No, that's pretty much the only way, isn't it? <laughs> All the loops we've seen have been like, it's Yoshikage Akira. Uh, so maybe they bring along... What's her name? Yukako Yamagishi? Yeah. Maybe they bring her along because it's like, oh, she's a stand user. Although I don't know. I don't think that would be... She's not part of the core crew, you know? She's Koichi's girlfriend. Yeah. Unless she... they broke up off screen. Oh, no. That would be impossible because <laughs> Koichi's lovable. And um... has Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. So maybe it would be... Remember how the last time Koichi saw Yukako before the episode where they end up uh, getting together, he literally ran off into the night after just glancing her? I mean, it was love at first sight. (laughs) I wonder. wonder. Crazy Diamond is unbreakable. 
Okay, so maybe it's something to do with, hmm. What if Hayato tells them you're going to explode? And then Crazy Diamond goes, wait. Crazy Diamond goes, wait. Yeah, goes, wait, I'm not explodable. I can talk. I can sing. Ah, <laughs> um, oh, what? Crazy Diamond is unbreakable. Maybe he learns how to beat fate. Maybe that's it. Maybe he just learns like Jotaro fixes did. fixes the timeline. Yeah, Jotaro literally is like, Josuke. Uh, Josuke, you need to learn how to do the villain's power. Do yeah. it now. Yeah, so maybe he does some weird shit. Crazy Diamond like, bites the dust. Yeah, so maybe he does some weird shit where he's like, wait, if I learn how to turn back time, I'll be fine. Or maybe we, maybe we start the episode where it's like, wait a minute, I'm Josuke. <laughs> Why, why did I... <laughs> that came out wrong. Wait a minute. I'm Josuke. Why did I die? That's weird. I remember everything. Oh. This is odd. So it's like we get like Hayato's perspective he's this gone, episode. He's vaccinated. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, against, against memory loss. Yes. Yes, exactly. You, you have Hayato's perspective in this episode. And then next episode is Josuke being all like, that's weird. That's really weird. Couldn't sleep last night. Had weird dreams. Yeah. His mum is there being like, why did you eat my shit? It's like, oh, fuck off, mum. I'm young. I'm irresponsible. It's like, you got damn right you're irresponsible. Beat on the back of the head. Oh, I just want to play my Nintendo 64. But wait. I've got the Nintendo 64 version of, oh, that's a baseball. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. I died yesterday. I <gasps> should fix that. Yoshikage like Kira. Like I have to fix everything. Me, Josuke. Yeah. So maybe it'll be something like that where because Crazy Diamond is unbreakable, it doesn't break his memories or something like sure. that, you know? Okay. All right, yeah. that seems comprehensive. And yeah. then he beats him up. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, what else are you going to do to kill someone? Are you going to shoot them? No, you aura aura yeah, Josuke them. gets his dad's, his uh, grandpa's gun and just goes around <laughs> the corner and just shoots Yoshikage Kira in the head. Jos- <laughs> and that happens five minutes into the next episode. Joseph Joestar just shows up and is all like, ah, I mean, his Kira. other granddad. Not his, oh. not his, not his biological father, right. Joseph Joestar. True that. Yeah, he just pulls out a revolver. And is like, this is for my grandfather, the cop. You're the you're not the person that killed him, but this is for my grandfather. But you're similar enough. Yeah, you're just enough though, of an asshole. Even though you're different in every way, you're both serial killers. So I'll just become the serial killer, the knight. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, cool. Okay. So Nick, what? That- is a pretty comprehensive prediction. Oh, thank you. Before we wrap things up, we've got a little bit <gasps> of, uh, yeah, I'd call it listener correspondence. Um, if you could pass me that yellow envelope behind you. Oh, this is the thing. This is the thing that we got. I see it's not a uh, crazy diamond shaped bomb, so that's good. I see it's not the shape of a uh, $10,000 Swarovski crystal Jotaro <laughs> statue. Wait, should I close my eyes so I don't get spoilers if it is spoilers? And then you can tell me if it spoils and then hide it. Uh, Put it back in the envelope. Sure. Okay. All right. So the first item Mm -hmm. is... Can I see it? Yeah. (gasps) It's something that's been taped down. It looks like it's a keychain of some sort in a box. Well, here we go. Let's see if we can open this baby up. Nick? What? I think you're going to like this. Oh. Oh, this is the greatest day of my life. What we have here is a um, Beyblade. Yes! By the look of it, I want to say it's a uh, a dragoon. It's Isn't this the main... Yeah, it's Tyson's Beyblade. Oh, and here, <gasps> here is a, uh, a Dronza. Oh the, my um, god. The, the rival kids' Beyblade. Oh my god, this is the greatest day of my life. They're like mini Beyblades. Oh my god, yes. So now we have Beyblades, that's one element of the package. We don't need to go Oh, we should say, these are from, um, these are from Jake Harker. Jake Harker, yeah. you fucking living legend. Yeah, you... 
Thanks for sending us Beyblades. I think this is the wrong one. I think I'm yours and you're mine. Oh, that's the nicest thing you ever said to me, Nick. We can play with our toys later. We got more to open. But they're Beyblades! We can play with them whenever we want, Liam! Ah, here's an envelope. Maybe we should have opened this first. Dear Liam and Nick. <laughs> By the time you read this, it will be too late. <laughs> Dear Liam and Nick, all but one of these enclosed items are poisoned. <laughs> Greetings and salutations, Liam and Nick. It's your boy, Jake Harker, coming to you from the highest concentration of sodium chloride in the US, Salt Lake City. There's a note, probably false. Hey, I've been to Salt Lake City. Ah. Yeah. As previously mentioned on Twitter, I came into some extra JoJo merch that I didn't have a use for, so I figured I'd send them your way. I'm always looking for stuff that is equal parts referential and practical, which is harder than people would think. I understand that pain. I feel like you guys have consistently improved with each subsequent release and kept the show engaging, charming, and topped with just the right amount of absurdity. <laughs> I'm eager for every new episode and can't wait to hear if Nick will yet again nail the shit out of his predictions. <laughs> Speaking of, Liam, you have done an exceptional job of keeping Nick in a miasma of cluelessness. <laughs> I feel that most people would have spoiled several plot points at this stage in the show, and that while you've had a few close calls, you've emerged relatively scot-free. Your efforts don't go unnoticed and are most certainly appreciated. Oh. Anyway, keep up the great work, guys. I can't wait to hear Nick try and make sense out of the madness that is part five. And I hope you guys keep having a great time making the show. It's the, one of the highlights of my week. Oh. Sincerely, oh. Jake Harker. Oh, shit. Thank you, Jake. We love you. Continuing our most self-indulgent segment, <laughs> uh, we have two more parcels in this parcel. Okay. Two big packages, each with our names written on them. In, like, massive, bold JoJo-esque lettering, which I'm very pleased with. <laughs> okay. So in the Liam package... Uh-huh. I have a um, a Heaven's Door notebook. Like a literal Heaven's Door notebook? Oh, no. It's Jenkin Boy! Yeah, that's who it is. I, was I thought it might have been a different character from a future part at first, but I was like, that's weird that he's being Heaven's Door. But no, now that you, see that, that you say it, I see it. You're right. It's Jenkin Boy. Hang on, let's describe this in explicit detail so that they don't have to go to the Instagram. Mm. Um, no, they can go to the Instagram. All right, fine. Um, so I have also got a Heaven's Door notebook, but on my front I have a Koichi. He looks distressed. Oh, he's so fetching. And inside we've got some, like, stickers and stuff. Yeah. We also have each two poker chips, um, for use capturing one's soul in. Ah, I get it. Oh, look, on the inside it's actually got souls. Oh, that's fun. So I've got Joseph and, I think, Polnareff? Yeah, that looks like a Polnareff. Yeah. Uh, and I too have, um, Joseph and Polnareff. After a solid five minutes. Not five minutes. <laughs> I mean, that was a gross... That was like a minute. That was a gross amount of time to unpeel that. <laughs> um, I also have, I think it's a keychain mm -hmm. of... What What, what was the that, name of this? That's Pearl Jam. Tonio's Pearl Jam. Stand. Yeah, Tonio's stand with like the little tomato being like... Nah, which is hilarious. And finally, courtesy of the Herschel Pin... Uh, Herschel Supply <gasps> Company, I have... Uh, some menacing katakana uh, enamel pin. Amazing. Oh my god, look at it go. This is incredible. Excellent. Thank you, Jake. Jake, you demand. And if you too want to send us some stuff... Uh, <laughs> we won't deny the it. The mailing address is on the Twitter. <laughs> is it? Yeah. Oh wow, okay. We're really opening ourselves up to literally anything. And until next time... To, to be, be continued... continued.